Hing, use this file for the edit. <laughs> this is the file you want for the edit. Ladies and gentlemen and everyone else, welcome to another episode of Free to a Good Home. My name is Michael Hing and I'm joined in... My apartment. First time. First time. We've done one here. With Ben Jenkins. Hello, how are you? I have chocolate in my mouth. <laughs> I had plenty of time to, to not have chocolate in my mouth. Uh, and sometimes I do that just to annoy you, because I think it's a good way to start the podcast, but that time I genuinely didn't mean to do it. It's infuriating. And it is me who is annoyed. <laughs> At yourself or? At myself, yeah. Okay. Uh, well, uh, so, you, you're, so aside from chocolate in the mouth, you're well? I'm very well, thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been a while yeah. since we've done one of these. Last time we did one of these, it was outside. At your house. Mm-hmm. And now we're indoors at my house. Yep. So those are the two types of places we can go. <laughs> and the Taj Mahal. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, the, the, our guest today, Ben, yeah. is someone oh, who I... What I've... a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> who I uh, just went on a trip uh, with to... Uh, uh, the city of Los Angeles. Yes. Uh, it is none other than a uh, friend of the show, mm-hmm. Johnny PlayStation himself. They know because it's in the event, it's in the show description. <laughs> yeah, this is such a weird part of podcast. That it's it's a tease. Uncommented on. It's, <laughs> it's a tease. Gene Hackman. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I had a wonderful part time playing a toy. Is that him? I don't know. What? <laughs> well, you, 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 I assume he's been in a lot of movies. You saying he was in Toy, toy. Story? <laughs> let, me, let me tell you. Anyway, it's Tom Walker. Let me tell you what popped into my head. In my mind, I thought Gene Hackman has uh-huh. at some point in his career, and I don't know if this is true, uh-huh. been in some kind of movie called The Toy Maker where he played a soldier toy. <laughs> okay, here is what I think has happened. Okay. I think what you have done <laughs> is thought of the 1999 film Small Soldiers, mm. where Tommy Lee Jones, <laughs> I believe, plays a kind of G.I. Joe brought to life by technology. Wonderful, wonderful. And what you've done there, Ben, is uh, absolutely nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, Don't know you? my son's birthday, but <laughs> I do know that. <laughs> oh, who, can, who can nail down when that kid was born? Yeah. Um, how are you, Tom? Are you well? Yeah, good, man. Mm-hmm. Good baby. What's <laughs> mm-hmm. so a new thing you're doing? Huh? It's a new thing you're doing? Yeah, yeah. Saying good baby? I'm good baby. Uh, the, yeah, I'm, I'm, I feel like you've both go, gone through quite a, a large milestones where, since the last episode of this podcast, which I assume is how you now... What's Hing done? What have I done? You've got a flat... Oh, that's true. Oh, that's true. And what's you know, Ben done? Well, Ben has some kind of small baby... Yeah, he's he. I, he got to one. People said it couldn't happen, and well, that was rude. Um, friends, doctors, care workers. They said there's no way this kid's making it to one. Oh, there's nothing wrong with the baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I swore an oath. <laughs> These people said that I will kill that baby. Um, Listen, we gave this guy a bag of flour as a test. He didn't even close his hands around. It. Straight on the floor. Yeah, a so, robot came back to me through time yeah. and told me this baby was evil. So I, I defended. Um, Mo against a kind of cabal of, I guess you'd call them John Wick assassins for a whole year. Because uh-huh. um, people don't realize that. They say having a kid is like really hard in the first year, and it really mm. is, but they forget to take about the assassins. <laughs> yeah. um, it's really hard to get the sleep that you need yeah. with all of the assassin attacks. Yeah, yeah, because... If I was raising some sort of demon child. Sure. I mean, nobody's was... suggesting that's what I'm doing, by the way. That's... That was going to go, well, why are the assassins after him then? It's just a thing that happens in the first year of life. It's perfectly oh. natural. Okay. Well, I was going to say that another solution. 
solution would be just to, 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 to raise the child in a way that won't bring about the apocalypse. Yeah, I mean, I'm thrilled to have parenting tips from someone who doesn't have a kid, but do go on. <laughs> oh, hey! Uh, I know that we. this is uh, not the biggest news to happen to Ben, mm-hmm. but uh, Ben got a tattoo of a mountain range yeah. based on Moe's heartbeat. Yeah. But he got it mirrored, uh-huh. <laughs> and it's super duper looks like a pussy. I mean, it does somewhat, I'd say. It's, uh, what, what was the word we are using in the group chat about uh, it? Yonic. yonic I, I prefer yonic. the term allyship, but, uh, <laughs> but you have your little jokes. That's fine. No, it's interesting. I... Uh, I, I I think I've made yeah, peace with the fact... It's interesting you wake up licking it. Yeah. <laughs> I think I've made peace, peace with the fact that it looks somewhat like a pussy. Uh-huh. Um, there was like some. There was going to be a thing I did to it. Uh, Demi Lardner, friend of the podcast mm-hmm. and partner of Tom, suggested one thing I could do to it is just put a tattoo of an actual pussy next to it. <laughs> so people would be like, oh, okay, no, that's, <laughs> that's what that is. Uh, <laughs> the downside to that is if you spin your arm fast, then it will just look like a normal pussy coming in and out of focus. Sure, 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 sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, so that was another big thing I, I, that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, well, can, can I uh, can, can I share something with you all? Uh, this is so. This is a podcast where we go through classifieds and whatnot, and we go through and, and, and we uh, we often get like people asking people to do weird things, um, yeah, strange yeah, things. Yeah. And I recently got an email from someone called Richard, uh, mm-hmm. who's uh, who. And the subject to this email is to my public email address, mm-hmm. uh, um, and the subject is London wedding. And I won't read the whole email, but I'll give you the gist of it. Um, hi, Michael. I found you after googling comedians for hire. <laughs> So that's interesting already, but go on. Uh, uh, are you potentially interesting, interested in a nude wedding gig? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Open brackets, couple nude, guest nude, you nude. <laughs> Close brackets. Uh, the wedding is in London, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, as you can imagine, it's pretty difficult to find someone who's legitimately interested in something this different. Uh, my, leads, my leads have fizzled out here in the UK, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, just for your information, there will be no cameras allowed at the venue. Um, they're pretty easy to spot, considering the dress code. <laughs> uh, so there's no issue about footage finding its way online. What do you say? Uh, doesn't mention a, a, a fee or if they're going to fly me to London to well, do this. A nude, or a nude wedding is its own reward, <laughs> as the saying goes. Uh, so, so I, and then uh, like 15 minutes later, Emails me again. And you have you responded? At I've this not point? responded. Okay, you've just shared it in seven or eight group chats. <laughs> yeah. uh, hi, Michael. One or two of the people I've emailed this week have said the initial message has ended up in their junk folder, so I'm just bumping this in case. Uh-huh. Uh, I've been looking for the right act for a couple of weeks, and I've been and I've pussyfooted around considering the sensitivity okay, of the root, of, of the nude element of the gig. However, this carefulness has got me nowhere, and I'm still on the lookout. Do I have your permission to be completely open and frank about what I'm after? Is he doing this on purpose? Then you can decide if you're still interested. I have no idea. I have no Pussyfoot, idea. Pussyfoot, Frank. <laughs> what is, what is Fra- Frank? Wait. is the name of a famously nude man. No, yeah, you know, nude Frank. <laughs> uh, no, like Frank and Beans. Oh, is that oh, a penis? I see. Yeah. Yeah, right. I, I did not know that. Uh, I, I'm not sure how horny this person is in their text. <laughs> did, you, did you say that he has your permission to be so completely... I wrote back, this seems very ominous. But I would love to hear more. Great. I might have a bit of trouble getting you over the UK, but I'm curious to find out what this call could possibly mean. Great. That's a good, yeah. 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 I'm not committed. Yeah. Oh, you'd just... be able to make some money off this. You do the nude wedding. Even if they don't pay you, just book yourself in for some jonglers gigs. You know, and you <laughs> just it. do it large. <laughs> uh, and then he responds. And uh, this, 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 and I've not responded to this. Okay. <laughs> Already. Fantastic insight into the contents of the message. Uh, he writes back, Thanks for applying. 
In essence, I need someone with a sense of fun. You don't need to be outgoing in the traditional sense. You just need to be able to interact with naked guys without being prudish. Mm-hmm. So already I'm on the defensive. I'm like, well, I'm not prude. I'm sure. not prude at all. Yep. Mm. The couple would like to see a nude photo before moving forward. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. Lots of people I've approached have said they're interested in the gig, but will only show clothed pics. Sure. <laughs> How can the guys decide on whether your aesthetic fits with what they're seeking? Well, now, what does that th- mean? Th- what? I, think, <laughs> I think he wants to know if, I, if my chongus is really crook. I yeah, think I think that's... Well, also, like, he doesn't want to, like, if your dick looks, like, exactly like the profile of one of their exes or something. You know, <laughs> like, that would... Or, 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 or spells out the letters, don't do it, like yeah. a neon sign. <laughs> um, by the way, I appreciate that no one wants their nudes floating around online. I, sure. guess, it, I guess it takes a lot of trust. Without trust... <laughs> <laughs> Without trust, though, how can I be sure you'd actually turn up on the day? It works both ways. Yeah. yeah well, King. you know, you could offer money. And, yeah. And just, this is like just... a thing that the blockchain could solve, by the way. <laughs> uh, I, mean, just to, I, I was thinking about replying to this. Look, I'll send you a nude. Yeah. If you send me a nude, yeah. and then we have, like, a, what is it? Mutually assured M-A-D. destruction. Yes. yes. Like when Khrushchev sent Kennedy nudes. <laughs> <laughs> but, the, like, this is a whole thing of... They want the nude, I assume, to make sure that your penis is neither distractingly bad nor distractingly good. Yeah. That's a very good way of putting it, I think. I think yeah. that's exactly what they want. Yeah, I, I imagine. I, I, maybe because that's what they're after. You know, you know but... like, when you, um, you know when, like, people wear, like, women wear white to a wedding, and that's, like, a huge faux pas? And, like, if you wear white <laughs> to a wedding, you're, like, upstaging the bride? Mm. Yeah. Because they don't want their special date. All that people can talk about is, oh, my God, did you see Jennifer's dress? It's amazing. Oh, right. It, they did don't... you see Hing's weird dong? Or, you know, I was going to Magnificent dong. Yeah, I was going to be nice. Yeah. Oh, sure. Well, thank um, you, Ben. I appreciate it. Because <laughs> um... it's my day. <laughs> and I don't want like to be like, oh, thank you so much for coming. Hey, did you see the MC's dick? Yeah, I did see the MC's dick. Thanks. Yeah. Okay, cool. cool. Yeah. We yeah, all thanks. saw it. We, we were saw trying it. to look at his knees. Yeah, it, was, it, was, it was there. It was incredible. <laughs> yeah. Did you enjoy the wedding? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. It's just sort of floated with a weird energy. Um, uh, and just to say, there are no cameras. He repeats that. Um, Except for the one that you will use to take a nude to send to a stranger. (laughs) 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 There will be a camera there. But this is kind of a delightful detail. Out of interest, because there are no cameras, right? He says, out of interest, the couple have asked me to hire a nude caricaturist rather than a photographer to record the day's festivities. I don't want that. Those people are very cruel. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I cannot picture anything worse for my body image. (laughs) And also... The poor caricaturist who has to, like, try and get a passing resemblance of someone with no identifying marks. Yeah. But also, like, that's that's going to be awful. He's going to give my dick buck teeth. Like... <laughs> Roller skates, a tennis racket. <laughs> do you know what? I, I would do it if there was, like, a court drawer. <laughs> yes. yeah, I, want, I, want, I want the new... Yeah, not the New Yorker cartoonist. Yeah, I would do it that or... Perhaps an anime caricaturist. Sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that'd be yeah. Give me some of them big anime me- boobies. <laughs> tiny mouth, tiny mouth, huge rack. Um, uh, so anyway, as the last thing, you're not the only person I've approached. You're in not. O- no. In mm. other words, we might be going down the wrong track. Date agreed, photos sent, act discussed, and then the couple might choose someone else. I'm just trying to be honest. <laughs> Uh, considering all the above, are you still interested? Sincerely, I really hope so, but I know this isn't for everyone, and if it's not for you, I wish you the best. If you are interested, I have a bit more specific info I can send to get the ball rolling. Thanks <laughs> again from ball. Richard. Um, do you think Richard's like an event 
management person who doesn't know the couple? Well, interestingly enough, he hasn't disclosed that in the email, which yeah. I think is something he should have done. Because he really, he reeks of a marketing, not of an, an events person to me. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's not like my brother's getting married and I'm organising this. Yeah, because he, really... he doesn't explain who the... Ma- yeah. ma- maybe, he d- maybe he's being discreet about the identity of the couple because they're famous nudists. Oh. But secret nudists, if that makes sense. Are there any famous nudists? Well, that's the thing. We wouldn't know if they were being secret about We it. would yeah. because they'd have no clothes on. Mm, you're right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, unless there's some kind of body paint scenario yeah, here, you're right. It would, the that's, truth would out. But that's true. I'm, I, I get occasionally asked to do weddings, and I don't do them very often. Not, do not, you do them ever? Uh, I've done like two in my life. For strangers? For strangers, yeah. Really? And they're, 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 well, no, well, for friends of friends, I guess I should say. What's your role here? Have you been asked to break up the wedding? Or <laughs> yeah. To, yeah, uh, to be the I, groom? Because that's just an arranged marriage. <laughs> just, uh, no, just to MC them or whatever. Huh. And, and you always, I always feel weird because... I don't... Uh, you must feel weird because you're nude, and they've never <laughs> asked you to do it. And in this case, though... Um, because, because, you don't, you, because I always feel like I don't... You know, they've, they've asked me because they want an MC, but then it's like, have they hired me as a comedian or have they hired me just to be a, a straight-down-the-barrel kind of... But I, I, you know, you don't, and you've got to really work with the couple to work out exactly what yeah, they sure. you know. And I always, feel, I always feel awkward about that. Um, but... Uh, Every time someone's booked me to do one of those, they have explained, like, you know, their relationship to the couple or who they are or who, you know, who I am. Well, exactly. Them. No yeah. one's just like, hey, I'm Richard. Like, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That, that, that's what makes this, uh, that was make me, makes me skeptical about this. You so know? you're not going to do it? Well, I well, Because often we talk on this podcast, like, after an ad like this, it's like, would you do this? Yeah. Uh, this is actually. This is actually a thing. Well, would I do it for a trip to the UK? I imagine they'd fly me over. I imagine they would. Yeah, I mean, have I, to. I'm not going to fly myself over to be nude. No, mm. you can do that in the safety of your own home. I could, yeah, 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 you know, I could fly myself over there and just be nude without having to do a gig. That'd sure, right. sure. In fact, you probably will be nude at some point in the shower. Or, <laughs> you know. um, yeah, so I don't, I don't, I think I, I might write back and be like, "Hey, I if I send you a nude pic, yeah, like wh- how will I know that you're not going to like? Have you googled this person's email address? I, uh, yes, I have. Okay. And that nothing suspicious or, Because uh, could this just be an incredibly elaborate way of getting nudes? Yeah, to get a single, <laughs> unsexy, very, very workmanlike... Yeah, you know that, you know, um, in The Simpsons when comic book guys, um, looking at that lady from Star Trek? Oh, sure, in, and just loading very slowly, slowly on the internet. and yeah. she's just sort of standing there? Yes. That's how I imagine this, this yeah. movie will be. Yeah, well, perhaps this is someone turned on only by, like, a shot posture. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Hunched shoulders forward. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. The you're, gamer's spine. <laughs> you're pretty good at Photoshop. Yeah, I could put my head on the rock's nude body well, or something. Well, yeah, I mean, you could. And then jack it. But I, I mean... <laughs> and then get back to this email situation. Yeah, yeah that would really clear your head to approach this problem. You're writing. Um, that's what I mean. <laughs> That's my thing. My thing, and I don't want to king shame myself, but yeah. I'm really into my own head on the rock's body. Who isn't? Um, but no, you could just find someone with your rough body type yeah. who's, who's standing nude. Sure. And if you can't find that photo, you could always just pose as somebody <laughs> setting up a nude wedding. <laughs> what if I? What, what if I sent a photo of me nude, but then blocked out my eyes or face or something? The, uh, mm, that's interesting. And then separately sent a photo of my face to the guy from the neck up, so that he could tell it was me. 
and match it up himself. And then, for good measure, just send him the rock picture. <laughs> in case as long as we're attaching. Yeah, yeah. The window's open. <laughs> hey, mate, also, if you're looking for design for the wedding, I've come up with a most alluring image that I think will guarantee a few RSVPs. <laughs> That's what I think I'd do. I think if I was going to do this, which I wouldn't in a billion years, because I have Qantas frequent flyer points for this very reason. <laughs> um, uh, but if, if I was going to do it, which again, I <laughs> how much I would not. Um, I would do blurred face holding something. Like today's paper or something. Yeah. <laughs> or he, a printout of his email or something. Yeah. And oh, then a yeah. headshot. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Because that way he can't. Now, but the, the, my fear though is I send them. What, what if. Because I don't. I expect they'd be like, oh, sure, whatever. But what if I send oh, that to him and then they go, Jesus. oh, no. Like, we, you did not match our aesthetic. I don't think I could come back from that. Yeah, what would you do? Mm, yeah. That is a thorough rejection. <laughs> I would hope that Richard would have the. Like the foresight to be like, oh, they called off the wedding, or <laughs> they've been like, killed in a horrible accident yeah, or something. Mock and, up a newspaper yeah. article and like, send me a nude of him holding that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can I do a quick snack report? Oh yes, please. yes, please. So I was at a really, I th- this is an international thing. How there's like fancy shopping centres, right? Yeah, there's like there's like the, the in, Grove. In most towns, there's like a there's, there's a like good a, shopping centre, a bad shopping centre. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I was at a real fucking top-end fancy one. Probably, the f- I reckon, this is the fanciest shopping centre in all of Sydney. Uh, Except for, like, the QVB and, like, the galleries and stuff. Yeah, the ones that exclusively sell diamonds or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So this is, this is Chatswood Chase. Mm-hmm. Ve- it's, like, marbled. Yeah. Real tasteful fucking lighting. Yeah. Mo had, like, a wooden child seat in the food court. Not, like, one of those plastic ones. Anyway, oh. Yeah, real fucking fancy. Mm. Uh, and they had, like, a chocolatier there, Hags, which I think I brought on the podcast before. Mm. And um, so we're eating um, what they call their cinema mixture, which I think is great. Um, so it's like kind of a, their version of Maltesers, their version of like toffeed. See, I can tell that Tom's got one of the toffeed ones. The toffee is spectacularly hard to tackle. <laughs> <laughs> the, the toffee is like perhaps an eight out on a ten out of scale of difficulty. Yeah, this is a, a difficult I think confectionery. That, I think that's their fantail. Now ah. that I think of it, because mm. they're, they're being very fancy. So, like, if they had a rapper, which they don't, instead of movie stars, it'd be like opera singers. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's some. Are dark- a, 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 um, are they a global thing or just an Australian thing? Get in touch. Don't. It's boring. I'll Google it. <laughs> <laughs> like, if we're going to ask you to get in touch, like, get in touch about the time you shat yourself. Don't get in touch about whether you can get fantails where you are, or actually both. <laughs> Do both. <laughs> Because uh, fantails are kind of an interesting thing, in, in that they're a chocolate, uh, but the name of the chocolate has nothing to do with the actual chocolate. Sure. I mean, neither does Mars bars, neither does... But are you saying that the... No, but the, 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 what I'm saying, the name of the chocolate refers exclusively to the wrapper. So you could put anything you oh, want. Oh, fan is in Tales of... Tales from Fans? Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah, because I, when you unwrap no, them... I believe that the fantail was in reference to the fact that it, it, it has a tails like fans on either side of the... Confectioner. Oh, I think you're right. What? So the movie stars, the movie, the, so the movie is, stars is not a rep, like. Okay, it, this it, is a chocolate. with just it's a, the it's wrapping a, technique, rather. Yeah, than... you know how on either side of the thing that it fans out oh. like a peacock's tail. 
Um, that's, I assumed it had something to do with like a fan group had sent in a tale about John Travolta, and that's why they put that story on the thing. Okay, so if you, this is the first time you listen to this podcast, um, <laughs> this is the this is the subsection of the section of Snack Report um, where we sort of like uh, what's that what's that Rajad Kipling uh, the Just So stories about how the how various confectionaries got their name. Yeah. <laughs> and today it's Fantails. Also, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, uh, please subscribe, and we'll see you in fourteen months. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, let's. Uh, let's yeah, sorry, I'm sorry. I just want to. Oh, yes. break. Uh, just on the nude wedding, mm. veil or no veil? Because mm. what level of like are we talking like father's cufflinks driven into skin? <laughs> like, I, what I, level of tradition is there in the well, nude I wedding? I think I. It has that, that. This person hasn't specified, but they've described the the guests as a bunch of nude guys, which makes me a bunch of naked guys. Could be a queer wedding. But yeah, also, but also, when a man marries but, a man, women are allowed to yeah, exactly. Which I actually think is a kind of a misogyny wedding. I don't know. Yeah. You know what you don't get at this wedding? Mm. You don't get that great moment when the best man pats his pockets, pretending that he doesn't have the ring. Oh, oh no, he does, but he does foreskin and butt. <laughs> <laughs> he squats yeah. and coughs into his hand. Straightens out his scrotum, looking for it in the folds. Have I? You know how I hate weddings and don't really like weddings. Okay, we've been to mine, so thank you. (laughs) Yeah, that's. He actually didn't have this opinion before that wedding. I, I, one thing I recently came across in therapy is the reason I hate weddings. Oh yeah, I did not know this. Is it the most obvious one? Uh, what, that I'm sad and lonely? Yeah. Shut up. No, I have. No, it's... I, Uh-oh. I, I put this together. One, Sherlock alert. <laughs> it, it, yeah, it's, uh, it turns out it's your personality, like yeah. all the other stuff. Yeah, it, uh, it's about someone else, yeah. which yeah. is awful. No. Yeah. Uh, so, no, uh, when I was, uh, like, 10 years old, my uncle got married in Hong Kong. You had to fly across to Hong Kong to, for the wedding. Mm-hmm. And I was asked to be a page boy. Mm-hmm. But I, did, I had no idea what a page boy was. Mm-hmm. I, had, I did not... And people just assumed. I, I loved this so much. People were just like, I, people were just like oh, well, Michael will be the page boy. I'm like, yeah, I'll be the page boy. And yeah. I was too, like, I, I was, I guess, too arrogant to ask what it was. Sure. And we, it was before the internet, so I couldn't just Google it. So I had uh-huh. no idea. Um, and so on the day... The, 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 the page boy obviously has a pillow that has a ring on it. Uh-huh. And so they, someone just handed me a pillow and I was like, great. Uh-huh. And then I walked down the aisle with my uncle with the pillow. And no ring. Well, why would I, why would I get the ring? Why would I, no one told me about the ring. There was no uh-huh. ring in the rehearsal. What did you think the pillow was for? <laughs> well, because... If she <laughs> says no, you smother him <laughs> to cover his shame. <laughs> yeah, the page boy is the famous memento mori of the wedding. <laughs> Because my sister was a flower girl, yep. and she just had to carry some flowers. Well, no, she crucially had to drop those flowers. <laughs> what? <That's>, okay. <laughs> okay, Michael, we're starting out with a stack full of pillows. <laughs> I have a feeling. I have a feeling maybe that wasn't explained to her either. Look, sure. it felt like there was a lot she of was communication. Just a basket of flowers from one end yeah. to the other safely, no spillage. <laughs> I didn't think I'd sweep it up afterwards. Yeah. So I walked down the aisle with this pillow, and then they were like, "Hey, where's hey, well, now, now, Michael? Do you have the ring?" And I was like, "What ring? What the? What's the ring?" And did not have the ring. Yep. And then they just left it like in the hotel or something, which I was meant to get. That's not on you. No, 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 it's not on me. 
I know it's not. I, thank, thank you, Robin Williams. <laughs> it's, it's, not <laughs> it's not your fault. <laughs> I know, man. I know. Shut up. <laughs> and I um, is that what happened in Paris? <laughs> yeah, no. She was like, "That's on you." I'm like, I, "Yeah, I know. It's not on me." <laughs> Shut up, man. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I started crying. <laughs> that was very rude to her. Yeah. And then she just kept repeating it. So I'm like, "Why am I? Why am I paying you for this?" Anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I realized that that is the source of all my wedding anxiety. It's because I'm always. I'm going to ruin the wedding And it's because One time I ruined a wedding <laughs> <laughs> Well when you put it like that It doesn't actually sound That ridiculous And then when we were at uh, you know, Ash and Scott's wedding recently Which I you ruined I did ruin <laughs> By thinking I'd left the oven on And Hum had to go back oh, And check right. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you know they, I mean I've got form on it Is my point I've got form yeah. Wow <laughs> um, Hey would you guys like one To kick us off Yes yeah. let's, let's start This let's, is from call- 45 um, minutes into the podcast Let's <laughs> do the actual podcast This is from Hall of Cowards MVP Hannah Burgess oh, thank, thank you, you Hannah Burgess <laughs> Um, I wonder if she's any relation to baby John Burgess. Ooh. Uh, Hannah Burgess, if you are, and if you know how Fantel's got their name, and if you've ever shat yourself, do get in touch. This is, um, from the Melbourne CBD. This is, um, under the category, uh, labor temp jobs, uh, on Craigslist. Country visitor needs men's tools to polish. Okay. So... I don't understand this ad, mm. and I have a feeling, having just reread it really quickly in my head, I have a feeling I know why I don't understand it. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Countryman needs men's tools to polish. Yes. Tool connoisseur, 42 years old, Aussie male, after any neglected bloke's tools just lying around not doing much, will happily spit and polish on your prized tool in privacy <laughs> and safety here in the CBD of Melbourne, right. close to Southern Cross Station for free. No chit-chat, no charge, just kick back, watch a dirty video, and let me do all the hard work for you. Now, I cannot believe I read that the first time. <laughs> oh, my God! <laughs> and you're like, what's up? Why? What are they doing with these hammers? What are they going to do? You were reading and this a down? Taken in by the innuendo? I really was like, well, I, is this like a men's shed thing? Like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I guess idle hands at the devil's play thing. <laughs> <laughs> because... Because you know how when hey, you know we're doing this a couple of years, and you yes. like when you read one of these, you're like, okay, well, this will be the bit that we talk about. Yeah, yeah. I was like, huh, why a dirty video? <laughs> uh, it's because they're watching pornography. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's, yeah. This, is, this is such a classic move of the uh, old guard of gay men, where they uh, couch their things in wordplay and oh, uh, sure. interesting kind of you know softeners. Whereas I think the ad that we're used to yeah. on this program is, I will suck you off <laughs> until you come. Yeah, <laughs> Here I will is my do number. this when you want. I will come to you and then I will suck you off I with my mouth to on you your penis. I just hope this that, is a threat. I just hope that this guy uh, isn't being too, um, you know, too ob- subtle, oblique. Oh, because, right. Yeah, too subtle. Because I um, you wor- you worry that there'll, there'll be other people. Look, I'm not an idiot. Other, other well, <laughs> you've got four. Yes, uh, I'm a I'm a I'm I'm a writer for a living. Uh huh. And I didn't see. <laughs> The innuendo initially. <laughs> so I just hope, for this the sake is, of this man... It's a real forest from the tree situation. <laughs> Individually, these words can be interpreted in the way that you, 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 know, that, that, that you did. But when you sort of read the sentence as a whole and use context yeah. or any of your, you know... Um, yeah, none of these words taken... Lateral thinking skills. None of these words taken in isolation suggest this. <laughs> this is truly stunning. Because I, I would say from the title itself... <laughs> 
I, I, the jig was up for me. I don't know about you, Michael, <laughs> yes. but certainly from a country visitor needs men's tools to polish. I was like, he's talking about dicks. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you, know, you, know, you know what is quite funny, though, is that they've gone to the effort of putting this in the temp jobs That's part what, of... That's what it is. <laughs> and not the in, in section of Craigslist and not the, uh, not the I don't know, men looking for men section of uh, Craigslist. Could it just be a really, like, one of those like, really unfortunate things where this guy just cannot help but sound like he... Wants to suck people off. Oh, actually, right! Mm. It's an unfortunate in in your situation. Like that's just how my voice is. Kind yeah, of thing. yeah. That's yeah. he doesn't. He's he's like me in many ways. He doesn't see how that <laughs> reads. Hey guys, I'm a compulsive polisher. I'm 42 years old, and I don't want to see any naked men. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, anyway, uh, we've solved this mystery. <laughs> yeah, this this I'd say this is case. Hello, we have unwound this riddle. Uh, Tom, do you have one you want to share with the class, perhaps? Yes, indeed. Uh, I've got one here. This is from uh, Central LA. Oh, it's definitely a fucking thing, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> you moron. This is also about sucking off. Uh, this is from Central LA under Creative Services. Uh, the title of this is, I want to sing Closing Time While You Leave Work. <laughs> uh, I think they're referring to the Eagle Eye Cherry song, I no, imagine. No, it's not Eagle Eye Cherry. It's Semisonic. What? Yes. Oh, oh unless that's a Kazar thing. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Closing Time is one of those songs that's never been bought legally. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, it unfortunately came out just as... In like 1998 or something. Just as Napster and Kazar and later LimeWire were... Mm. Um, I'm pretty sure it's Semisonic. Uh, it is, just to check it. Yeah, it is by Semi Semisonic. I apologise. It's by Semisonic from the album uh, Feeling Strangely Fine, uh, released in 1998. And this, uh, yeah, everyone knows the song. Uh, and Whoever's Tom- editing this, whether it be me or Hing or Hugh, <laughs> maybe put a bit of the opening bars of Closing Time <laughs> under this discussion. It's a wonderful song. I used to play it a lot. <laughs> like, both on a stereo and guitar. <laughs> uh, Tom, would you like to continue with this? <laughs> <I loved. laughs> there was a, a strange element of short-circuiting to those last three sentences. When I usually it? Google things and check them during the podcast, so that was a, it was it was a weird thing yeah. to do. No, I think I just had one of those, um, uh, almost like the bus from Speed, but I couldn't stop talking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm willing to come into your work every night and sing closing time real quiet as you pack up your things. (laughs) (laughs) While you close up shop, Uh I'll be standing in the corner being all sentimental about it, but still kind of smiling. At some point during the singing, I'll walk around slowly and wipe things off with a damp rag. I can bring my own rag. (laughs) Once you turn off the lights, my singing will get quieter until it fades out for good. Do we leave him in there? And then you can lock the door and I'll stay inside. <laughs> I would like to sleep there. <laughs> Let me know. Cole H. That's quite hard because closing time is very specifically about a bar. Yeah. It's, uh, it, it, it's, it, and it's, isn't it kind of about like, um, it's not about the people working the bar. It's about the patrons of the bar, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. It's like, it's like you got to, well, it's from the perspective of the person behind the bar. Right, okay. To the, you're right, though. So if I'm packing up a bar and someone's singing closing time to me, mm. I'm like, that does just not apply. Because it's about, it's about like hooking up, isn't it? Well, yeah, but it's also like uh, one last call for alcohol, so finish your whiskey or beer. <laughs> yeah, Close, I like this song a lot, there. Closing time, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. It's like, yeah, I know, I work here. And I try and <laughs> Oh, my God, up. and what's this from behind Ben's back? An acoustic guitar. <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, if you guys insist, <laughs> someone quickly buy the rights to closing time. <laughs> I just think that, because uh, also the song, if you know it as well as I do, you'll know that it's... 
Though, of course, that's unlikely, dear listener. Yeah. <laughs> uh, unless you're uh, one of the members of the band Sammy Sonic, in which case I'm just honoured to have you here. I love how when, when you corrected me, when I thought it was Eagle Eye Cherry and you said Sammy Sonic, you were like, I think it's actually by Sammy Sonic. As though this wasn't your favourite song that has ever existed, that you know all the lyrics to. Well, the thing about Closing Time is that it, it's very... <laughs> Please, man, one of the things. <laughs> it's very soft throughout, except for the chorus, which is incredibly loud. <laughs> so it's like really, it's really like gentle and lilting. And just, and just for people who, who don't have the lyrics in front of them, what is the chorus? The chorus is, I know... Mm, hang on, I'm, I, I'm second-guessing myself. I know who I want to take me home. Yeah. I know who I want to take me home. I know who I want to take me home, take me home, take me home. But they, yeah. they scream it. Like they, compared to the rest of the song, it's like one of those songs where you have to kind of change the volume a little bit. <laughs> it's, it it um, feels like they, that they were reading the, the, the verses from a lyric sheet, but the chorus they knew off by heart. Sure. Yeah, mm. yeah. And it's, uh, I just think that would be jarring, especially a cappella. Oh, right. Yeah, just sitting while you're actually closing up a bar. And then someone yes. just starts screaming. There's no accompaniment mentioned so oh, yeah, I think it's just singing, right? Yeah. Like, or do you think that... Uh, uh, I don't know. This doesn't sound like someone who is going to supply... Uh, an amp. And well, a- also because they'll walk around slowly and wipe things off with a damp rag. So it doesn't mm. sound like there's going to be any instrumental. Do you know what's really sad? What? Um, <laughs> when I was really into this song, which I would say would be around 1998. <laughs> Maybe later, actually, because I was, I was only like... No, it was, it was not in any yet. I just did No, yeah. I mean like when I was into it. Oh, right. So like 2010. No. Um, <laughs> yeah, I would have been like 12. Mm-hmm. Um, I had this really romantic notion of working in a bar, which I ended up doing for about eight years. Mm. And um, so d- tick, 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 dreams. Um, <laughs> when I was a kid, I wanted to open a bar. Yeah. But I think because I'd watched one episode of Cheers and I was like, that would be a good way to make friends. Yeah, I mean, yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> well, it turned out that it was. But when I... Yeah. Used- yeah, well, that's where isn't that where we met? We met no ish ish. Yeah. Um, have you heard of the story about Tom trying to get a job at that bar? Yeah. What happened again? Uh, I tried to get a job at that bar. <laughs> Thank you, Michael. I'll take it from here. I tried to get a job at that. This bar. This is when right. we were all in college. We were right? all yeah, university working at the uh, the uni the uni bar, the yeah. college bar. Yeah, which was a good job. Uh, I got uh, some casual shifts there, and I I remember you worked with me, and you yeah, were fine. Yes. Just working like the big events, and. Yeah. Uh, then I, I put my CV in to get a you know a, a, a regular job, job yeah. at the bar, which would be really helpful. And <laughs> then Michael uh, started spreading a rumor uh-huh. that in high school, sure. I took two days off of school uh-huh. to try to suck myself off. <laughs> I forgot about this. I and, heard that rumor. <laughs> and I heard that, that rumor. I wouldn't tell him if I succeeded or not. I just said that I was very disappointed. <laughs> so, oh, that's that's good. Now, it's good color and shade. So, to be clear, yeah, I did not do this. Uh-huh. It was like a week or bunch of rumors that you had. Yeah, the, the shift manager at Manning Bar said that certainly, certainly, the amount of stories going around that say that I did. Uh huh. If we listen to the volume of the voices. Rather than the surety of what they're saying. No no smoke without fire. (laughs) In this case, there is ever so much smoke. So hang on, this got back to the Manning bar. Oh, he said it too! (laughs) (laughs) The people who were going to give me a job. what happened was, uh, it it was just sort of a a bit that got out of hand. Sure. Which in many ways describes your entire life. (laughs) In that... Because uh, sitting in this very blue apartment, <laughs> yes, as I'm noticing yes, now, yes. yeah. Uh, the 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 bar manager who was kind of friendly with us, mm. uh, he knew that Tom and I were friends because he'd seen us do like uh, theatre sports, like uh, improv comedy shows at, at lunchtime sure. together. And he said, "Oh, your friend Tom has handed in 
a, uh, CV. a CV, and, and then he jokingly said to me, oh, he's, well, you know, has he got any dark secrets that I should know about? Sure. And then I, as a witty sort of retort... Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, I mean, that's... that's Everyone not... pull up your chairs for Michael's <laughs> latest Bon Mo. <laughs> Please, Michael, now that, the, now that the quill is wetted, it must taste blood. <laughs> do, do unleash your razor wit. <laughs> I have you nothing... fucking piece of shit. <laughs> At customs, when I go through, I often say, I have nothing to declare. But, but the fact that Donald Trump to suck a dick. Yep. Um, no, I, I said to, I said to a barman and I just said, um, oh, well, yeah, you know, he, he took off two days in high school to suck his own dick and then sort of walked away. And this man, by the way, I remember this man very well. He was a lovely man, but he was, he was a very, <laughs> not serious. No, he's, he, he wasn't. He was like a. He's a. He's not a comedy guy. Do you know what I mean? No, like he's a normal he, person. Yeah. And even a comedy person, <laughs> to such a thing, would not interpret it as anything but slander of the highest grade. See, but I just assumed that. I, I just thought that that was like a, a, such a wild thing that no one would ever believe it. What? I mean, there was rumors <laughs> going around at the time. <laughs> and then you're I right, think. You're the third person he heard that from. <laughs> yeah. And then Ian. Uh, bar manager asked a mutual friend of ours, "Oh, did you? Is this thing true? I don't know if that should affect what, <laughs> whether or not I like. Why did? He, and then he was like, "Why did Hing tell me that? Unless Hing thought it was like an important thing for me to know." <laughs> this is this all comes back to there's a uh, there's a linguist by the name of Grice, and he has a he has a maxim of relevance. Grice's <laughs> maxim of relevance, which mm. is in any given discussion. One interlocutor will always assume that whatever information the other interlocutor is giving them is relevant. <laughs> to the point where they will like contort themselves into trying to work out what they could have possibly meant. So if I say to you, hey, you're going to come to the barbecue on the weekend, and you say, I just bought new shorts, I'm going to go, fuck, does he mean that he will because he bought new shorts for it? So in right. much the same way, in much the same way, that when a bar manager asks if he should hire somebody, and you say he took two days off... In high school to learn to suck his own dick, they will, because of Grice's maxima relevance, not give Tom Walker a job. They will see in that story an example of hedonism and irresponsibility. <laughs> Whereas I would see it as, a, as you know, he, he had a goal, he planned, you know, he, he, he worked towards that goal. I would have hired you on the spot, Tom. Mm. Unfortunately, it wasn't up to me. <laughs> No, the decision was in your hands. I, uh, it was not I think at least you. some of this is on the bar manager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think at least some of this is on... Uh, we, 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 I, sorry, I feel like we uh, derailed from something you were saying. I can't remember what it was. Oh, I was just saying, to close out this closing time uh, bit, um, I remember when he was saying I'll sing it softly oh, while, it. Um, while, uh, <laughs> while wiping up tables and stuff. Mm. I really have to say, 12-year-old Ben... <laughs> When he used to listen to this song, mm. used to imagine himself closing a bar to it. Oh. And, and walking around and doing the tables with a rag over my shoulder. Did you ever do that at home around the house? Oh, I almost definitely would have, yes. <laughs> Be like, hey, hey, mum, mum. Yeah. Mm, you got any troubles you want to talk about? <laughs> like a 12 year old. We used to put closing time on at Manning to get people out, and it never worked. No, uh, but you know what did work? Uh, when we worked at the bottle shop and we tried to get people out, we would put on uh, the parts of the Caribbean <laughs> yeah, that's right. soundtrack very like loudly. Everybody, everybody, this huge sense of urgency. Yeah. <laughs> we got to leave. <laughs> 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 we have to leave. Are there pirates coming? 
And we'll just leave the store and close it up. Pavlov's dog kicking in before Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. So you just think at some point, oh no, that awful Jack Sparrow is just around the corner. Um, all right. Uh, should, should, we, should we move on to another one? Yeah, Michael, give us one. Okay, so this uh, has been sent in by a listener uh, who's... Oh no, sorry. I found this one myself. Oh, bully for you. This is from KPR in Craigslist. Uh, I don't know where KPR is, but it's somewhere near a road called the Bypass Highway. Anyway, uh, <laughs> oh, somewhere called Richland. Welcome to Avenue Street. Sure. Uh, and it's entitled, Free Knife Throwing Instruction in Richland. Uh, skilled. I am skilled in the Japanese art of blade throwing. Okay. Or, or shuriken. Okay. Knowledgeable in tradition, traditional Western knife throwing, backhand, underhand, and tomahawks too. Sure. Specializing in, in 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 instinctive techniques, no spin, and a mo- more powerful blade throw from combat distance. Huh. Must supply your own implements or buy one or more of my quality weapons. Adults only. Set up time through me. Email first, please. This guy's an uncle. Mm. <laughs> this guy definitely has a brother Big or sister energy. with a kid. Mm. Huge uncle energy. What's he selling? Uh, lessons? I think lessons, but you've got to... And then also... His own range of knives or weapons. Yeah, that's I how think. they get you. Yeah. Um, Do you, uh, Tom, now, as the person here who's most recently owned a sword, I think. Mm, I <laughs> actually, uh, let me check. Yes. <laughs> hey, I object to this. I don't. I mean, he owns a lightsaber, but that's well, well, my that's fine. Michael's. Uh, do you not have a? Did, did you not have a sword? I, I imagine you was a teenager owning a sword. Mm, I completely understand where that's coming from, and there, but for the grace of God, go I. <laughs> Genuinely, I don't know how I emerged from my teenage years without owning at least one sword. But uh, I well, you were just so busy trying to suck yourself off. Is <laughs> <laughs> what I heard. If anyone listening to this wants to tweet at Tom, at Tom Walker is good, and ask him how, well, any tips on sucking himself off. Yeah. Do you um, know what my version of this is? <laughs> okay, first off, we're going to have to put aside at least two days. <laughs> It's like going to Disney World. You can't do it all in one day. Listen, they say I took two days off school. What they forget is that those two days boarded a weekend. <laughs> so look, obviously, two days of stretching. Then two but days I of the main event. <laughs> so the, the, the I, just main event. I just realized my version of this, of rumor started for no reason, sure. uh, is that a friend of the podcast, he's never been on the podcast, but he, friends of all three of us, J.R. Hennessy. Oh, sure. No, uh, he did a live episode that never went to air. Oh, that's right, he did. Yeah. Um, that he used to be in the Cat Empire. That's <laughs> that's the rumor. Wait, that, that's a rumor you've started about him. Yeah, that I've been really trying to, and it had legs for a while until like because the second you think about it, I think he would have been like twelve when the Cat Empire formed. <laughs> but also, he's not. Is he a musical guy? Not at all. I think he, I think he can play the guitar. But it's 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 one of my favorite rumors because um it it it. It's not malicious enough for him to actually get annoyed at me, oh, but sure. I can tell it annoys him. Oh, yeah. That's kind of like the one with me and Tom. Yeah. No, yeah, no, no, that's, no, 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 no. Yeah. I don't, think I've ever, I don't think I've ever crippled James's... Um, uh, work prospects? Yeah, work prospects. No, surely uh, the Financial Times or <laughs> Business Insider. Business Insider have not uh, set out a war against the cat in <laughs> Well, when when the first when it when it didn't take initially, uh-huh. um, I just I started I tried to start a room that he was dead. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then I got a lot of people uh, tweeting at him saying like "R.I.P. James, I loved you in the cabin," <laughs> which is which is pretty great. Um, now, uh, so Tom, what, you, knives. You, yeah, you didn't own any throw. Do you own any throwing knives? No, I thought that they were very cool. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Are sure this... ninja stars? They're ninja stars, are they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, is this is a, an embarrassing. Uh, but I remember, uh, I, I remember thinking throwing knives was so cool. 
like mm. uh, as, a, as a child, I owned the game uh, Conker's Bad Fur Day, in which throwing knives were a weapon. Uh, and I remember sitting next to a kid on the bus, and there was this... It, it was one of those buses uh, where we were out for like a school trip, mm. and they had like a, a movie playing on the tiny screen at the front of the bus, and we were sitting right right around the middle in the back of the bus. How old are you in this story? I was, I think. Oh goodness, it would have been like thirteen, fourteen. Okay, okay, yeah. And I remember so prime douchebag areas for all of us. <laughs> this, is, this is chunky Tom period. This is a chunky Tom. All right, so. uh, this is a this is a wide little gentleman. <laughs> This that is old uh, fashioned chunky tom music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a tom whose uh, life is being uh, lightly ruined by <laughs> Harry Potter existing, and therefore the idea of a fat Harry Potter being <laughs> possible. <laughs> His little circle glasses. Sure, sure. Um, I uh, the the movie that's playing, uh, we all dislike it. It is an educational film. I remember thinking like, okay, come on, make a friend, do something cool. Mm-hmm. And I remember turning to the kid. Good who was always next comes to me. of that. <laughs> friend, do something cool. Yeah. I'm gonna put that on your fucking tombstone, dude. <laughs> <laughs> me pointing out of the park just before a social interaction. <laughs> Here comes a 20-year bond. <laughs> this one's for a little kid in the hospital. <laughs> Who uh, did not want to be my friend. <laughs> so pull, pull your own conclusions there. <laughs> uh, I'm turning him and saying, God, this movie, huh? If I had a throwing knife, I'd knock that TV out. <laughs> that is so plausible. That is like... <laughs> If you, without even the inter- introduction that we were talking about throwing knives, yeah. if you were like, if you gave me that setup and then said, what did I say to this guy? I reckon it would take me, it would take me a while. I'm not saying I get it straight away, but I reckon it, about half a day yeah. of trying to like crack that password. <laughs> Just brute force that. Listen, we can cut this stuff down to 50 monkeys on 50 typewriters. <laughs> this is an incredibly likely outcome. <laughs> <laughs> so, all that to say, I, I never got into bladed or throwing weapons, and that's a surprise to everyone, including me. I can, oh my goodness! I, I mean, I think every kid does, right? Though, yeah, it was certainly my, a very my, boy thing. I remember yeah. taking my dad's steak knives into the backyard and throwing them at a banana tree. <laughs> Serrated steak knife. <laughs> Do you remember if you you hit the tree at all? Or? I reckon like one in every twenty would go in, and I'd be like, "Yeah, I'm James Bond." <laughs> <laughs> that is th- that to me is the best thing about the throwing knife, as opposed to the shuriken, is the distinct possibility of the handle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's really the, the, the incredibly is, embarrassing. The shuriken yeah. really is a um, it's a coward's tool in many ways. It's like, it's like bumper bombing. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So anyway, uh, Tom, now as a 30-year-old man, are you interested in this, uh, in this uh, adults-only free throwing knife instruction? Oh, listen, if, if, if it's free and I come out of there having bought a quality blade for myself, it seems, seems uh, too good to be true. <laughs> I can't do this, up. man. I can't, I can't become a blade person this late in life. <laughs> no, it's... it's always just around the corner. The amount of like sword reviews I've watched on YouTube... <laughs> It's bleak. I'm thinking maybe that's a pivot, a career pivot for all of us. Just become sword reviewers, Blade guys. Oh. Yeah, like it's late in life. I sometimes watch 
sword reviews and think this lacks a certain je ne sais quoi. <laughs> like, these guys don't have showmanship. Like, they don't, they don't know how ways, to craft a story. They don't... Isn't that kind of what's alluring about them, though? Oh, absolutely. It's, I mean, that's it's why some I... guy in a fedora, you know. Oh, you've seen the, the, the best one is the Will, kid. Will Keith. Oh, no, I was going to say, the best one is the kid who's like 10 years old showing off a sword. Jesus. And he does a big, does a big swipe and doesn't realise there's a... Oh, an inflatable pool uh, next to him? inflatable pool next it's to him. It's a wonderful video. It's a great video. It's a, it's a really... It's, uh, Leaks an entire pool in the backyard. all of you to watch it. Oh. Uh, do you guys want one? Yes, I'm pretty on. sure that this isn't sexual. <laughs> <laughs> Man looking for woman to be <laughs> quotation marks sucked off. Open bracket question mark close bracket. This is also one that I kind of rolled my eyes at initially and now I'm kind of coming around to. Uh, I want to meet a real witch in brackets Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. I'm doing a new adventure, in brackets, in inverted commas. Is that a sex thing? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Experiment where I do do four new adventures a month. Okay. One thing I'm really interested in is meeting a real witch. Whether you know someone or you are one yourself, please message me. Uh, It does say... It actually, I've done some editorializing here. It does say whether you know someone or are on one yourself, please (laughs) message me. Right, okay. Maybe grab a coffee and walk around town. I just want to hear your story. Serious inquiries only. This isn't a joke. I will pay $300 to meet the witch. Well, hmm. Uh, well, three American dollars is pretty good. It doesn't say that you have to prove you're a witch at all. It does say you need to be a real witch, though. Yeah, but how are you going to prove it? You're going to throw me in boiling water? What are you going to do? Like, that's, you can't... Is that a witch? That's what a, that's what a seafood chef does. <laughs> yeah. no, isn't that a, wasn't that a, wasn't that a horrible no, medieval thing? No, I believe you're thinking of uh, preparing a delicious pasta dish. <laughs> yeah. No, in Do you medieval mean, like, times. That's dunking how, in water? Like, yeah, that's how you, they, they, the witches wouldn't throw you in water. No, no, I'm saying, I, if I turn up as a witch and I'm like, I'm a witch and they're like, no, you're not. I'd be like, well, prove it. And then they'd, th- they'd throw me in a bunch of water. Okay, but I don't think the water's boiling. Oh, okay. It was what? like a lake. Oh, yeah. and then what, what's the what's the? If you sank, you weren't a witch. You weren't, yeah, but you yes. would drown. You would drown, yes. and you would have a good Christian death. And if you floated, if you were a witch, and they would kill you. Yeah, yes, <laughs> yeah. It was a real um, lose lose. Do you think that this is possibly yeah. the opening act to the Crucible? Uh, uh, yeah, you know what? It could be. It could be like early on in Salem. They were yeah. trying out a lot of different... Because um... no, it could be a trap. You know? Well, yeah, this could be like a witcher. This could be um, like a Geralt. Um, oh, sure. Of, a of witcher kind of situation. Where he's just like, you know, puts up notice boards, puts these up on notice boards and sees if he can get them to come yeah. to him. Cause he's he, just, he just took down a another... He just answered another ad that is, looking for someone to kill my neighborhood witch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll pay $350. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. So he goes, uh, well, let's not be lazy. Let's be smart. Yep. Have any of you watched the new Witcher thing on Netflix at all? No, because here's the thing, Michael. When you have a child, uh-huh. you have about an hour in the day yeah. where the child is asleep and you are awake. And how are you spending that time if it's not watching The Witcher on Netflix? Well, what you're doing is you're watching something that your wife also wants to watch. Right. And, mm. and, that's, and that's not like a... Um, that's not like a my, my wife sort of thing. That's just... You, you need to, like, compromise. Yes, exactly, yeah. Because there's no point the other person spending yeah. their time watching. And no matter how many different ways I have tried to get Anya on board with The Witcher, mm. I was so desperate that when I brought it up, I was like, hey, do you want to watch The Witcher, honey? And she was like, what is it? I was like, it's kind of like a historical <laughs> drama. <laughs> <laughs> 
What did you expect would happen, I don't know, three minutes into the first episode? Well, see, I didn't know how quickly they got to it. <laughs> Immediately. <laughs> it opens with Geralt, uh, yeah. Geralt a supernatural being, sure. having killed another super... Sure. It opens with him battling a lake monster. See, in the... In the, in the... <laughs> In the game, it opens with him in the bar. So, <laughs> I thought that might buy me like two to three minutes no. for her to get invested in the no. characters. It's literally <laughs> immediate swamp monster. Yeah, see, that's a problem. Maybe I could be like, dream sequence. <laughs> the whole first season is a dream sequence. and then We're going to get into some court intrigue pretty soon. <laughs> There's uh, a solid 12 <laughs> episodes of Metaphor. <laughs> oh, God. As, um, as someone who has watched and finished The Witcher, uh, that would not have held up. Okay. Well, I, feel for, I feel like uh, having embarrassed Ben sufficiently, we can move on from The Witch. Yeah, do you ever want to take a time? Yeah. Uh, I've got one here. Uh, huge genital horse. <laughs> <laughs> that, um, that could be like a uh, we, we trained an AI... <laughs> We played an AI, 100 episodes of Freedom, Good Home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, and there's a price on that as well, isn't there? Isn't it? It's adjective, sex thing, and then horse. Yep. 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 Uh, this is from Jennifer Enright. Huge genital horse. $750. And is this a, do you think this is a want or a buy? I, I believe it's... Uh, they are selling They're him? Selling uh, right, we'll, yeah. we'll find out, I guess. You will smile when you ride on this sweet on this sweat gelding. I think they mean sweet gelding. Maybe. Uh, and a quick Hang scan. on, doesn't a gelding mean you got your willy chopped off? It means they are yes. I don't think the willy is chopped off, but certainly they're castrated. Okay. They are. They, this is a um, castrated okay. male horse. Okay. Everybody always comments on his genitalness, and they love him. He is a gledding, so no worries about pregnancy. He really licks when our kids on, are on him. I really don't like any of this. We use him for trials. He is 15.5 hands and 5 years old. He is yellowish colour. Right home is empowerant. Oh. <laughs> hey, hang on, hang on. Hang okay, on. so let's they've... go back. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so that sentence is four words long. <laughs> it starts with right, okay, with a W. <laughs> Home is empower tant. <laughs> okay, so do we think this is right? Home is important. I, I imagine that's what the yeah. I imagine that's what they intended to say. Come try our boy. R A R E. <laughs> Come try our boy. We can board him here to if you lick. Thanks you. And I know this is a hack thing to say. Uh-huh. I know that. Sure. But this is written by a horse. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I think not only... I don't think it's a hack thing to say, but I think you feel like it's a hack thing to say, Tom, because I feel like you've actually done this exact thing on the podcast before uh, where, you've read out a, where you've read out a podcast and then come to the conclusion that it was written by a horse. Mm. And the reason it's not a hack thing is that no one else would ever come to that conclusion. <laughs> but you have, like like, so, a, like a humming pigeon, have found your way to the goal. So, so hang on. In, in this world, because I, I want to explore it because I think it's pretty accurate. Okay. This horse 
is owned by a bunch of people <laughs> who we don't know anything about, actually. No. I don't know whether they're kids, I think. The kids... There are kids. Yeah. And... Not happy there for some reason. Mm. So the horse, whenever probably because they cut his balls off. <laughs> yeah, could be <laughs> that. Reason. Could be that. So when everybody's asleep, this horse is creeping into the house, yep. getting his little <laughs> clipper clops onto a laptop. Onto a laptop yep. is listing himself, and then being like, "I should probably have a huge dick." <laughs> <laughs> now here's 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 my my working backwards. That four word sentence, "Right home is important," that made yeah. no sense. Could, is it possible that this horse has meant to write that they're a gentle horse? They're a huge, comma, gentle, comma, horse. Oh. But, oh, my God. But, it's all coming together. But in actual huge, fact, gentle horse. Everyone comments on his gentleness. Oh, but, my God. But, in actual, but has mistakenly written, I'm a huge, gentle horse. <laughs> So even if that isn't a horse This is a Bernard (laughs) It's not It's not sexual at all Everybody always comments on his genitalness I thought that's an amazing way Of describing a huge dick Like someone with a huge dick Oh man, like did you see that guy hosting that wedding? (laughs) His genitalness That that genitalness? Out of this world Oh my god! But then, if you're the like the grandmother or whatever writing this, and you've just mistaken genitals, uh, genital for gentle twice, twice, and you've you've written that out and sent it out into the world, sure, you get a bunch of horny horses being like, "Hey, I want to get dicked down by this giant castrated horse." Uh huh. Yeah. Can you can you get in, can I get in touch? Well, then, yeah, Gelding of course functions similarly to Geralt in The Witcher, as he's infertile, <laughs> as a mutant, but yes. still has all the certainly all the ways of doing <laughs> just it, just like any good historical drama. <laughs> Fucking title screen. Like, <laughs> it's called The Witcher. Uh, guys, this has been such a joy. What a Who delight. Who has things that they want to point people in the direction of? Uh, tell me about a podcast. Yeah, it's called uh, BigSoftTitty.png. Mm-hmm. It's on the Sandspans Network, so please check that out. Also, yeah. I've got a uh, an Amazon Prime special coming out. Uh, Do you? Well, yes, yeah, sometime. Yeah, fuck. It, it, Sometime in Time the next, is up in the year, yeah, but like in, in 2020, sometime around April or so. Have you recorded it? Yeah, yeah. So this is like uh, the, the show from last year. Yeah. Very, very, my like Miami show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We, Which, they fun- funnily that. enough, has an eight minute bit where you do suck your own dick. Well, <laughs> five minutes. <laughs> but yes. Uh, that's Listen, exciting. So for you- some reason, I can't, can't stop thinking about the thing. <laughs> so you, um, yeah, that's on Amazon Prime, so people who have that service can get it. Mm. Yes, indeed. Did. And that um, comes with like ex- expedited exped- expedited package delivery too. Yeah. Well, I which was going to say, if, which if, is more than I can say for any things that we're about to plug. Yeah. Well, I was going to say if you are someone who is boycotting Amazon, um, get in touch with me and I'll I'll pirate it and send it to you for free without Tom sure. getting yeah. any benefit from that. Yeah. I've actually got a bunch of the like uh, edits that we did along the way. So if you want to see that and the uh, seven minutes we cut out, I'll give you that. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, uh, that, that's great. And you've also got a. You're also doing a new show at the comedy festival this year. Yeah, so uh, I'll be touring that in a new in this this year. Can I tell them the thing you told me earlier, or is that a surprise? Uh, it's kind of a surprise. Okay, Everybody yeah. gets carried, like you're in the movie Carrie, where they get she gets, <laughs> <laughs> she gets covered in blood. <laughs> 
Big finish. Big finish. <laughs> Huge. Because that's great because I think, Tom, you're successful enough now and your shows are well attended enough that statistically you will activate somebody's psychic powers <laughs> by doing that. <laughs> Uh, um, uh, that's great. So, and you're doing what? What are you? Adelaide, yeah. Melbourne, Adelaide, Sydney, Melbourne, and Brisbane. Brisbane. So uh, it's yeah. called Tom Walker is Tim Walter. Fucking mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> idiot. Man, titles <laughs> suck. This is the worst one yet. I was having a panic attack after I submitted it. And I was like, this is such it's a like bad the idea. Anti SEO too, which I quite like. like yeah, yeah. So There's already so many Tom Walkers. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. Um, it's, it's very bad. Uh, so if you're listening to this, uh, Ben and I have another podcast that Tom occasionally features on uh, with a bunch of our friends. It's a Dungeons and Dragons podcast yep. called Dragon Friends. Mm-hmm. And something we've been... Uh, I think a lot of people who listen to this also listen to that. And uh, if you are, uh, have been following the news at all, you would know that Australia is currently on fire, yeah. which is not great. Uh, but we have released a limited edition uh, pin of a character called Crawford. I'd say the butt there is doing quite a lot of heavy lifting. <laughs> yes, yeah, yes, yes, yes. We, yeah. Yes. Uh, it's, it's, yes, yes. We, we, in, our, in our small way, uh, we want to donate some money uh, to the uh, to the Red Cross yeah. uh, to help out with some recovery. So that's a charity pin that's on sale at our website or via our Facebook page, uh, Dragon Friends. And uh, you can buy it. I can't remember what the price is. I think it's, 20 I think bucks it's like something. 20 US or, or 20 Australian, whatever yeah. it is. And uh, that money goes will selling, go to the. You guys are legends. We, 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 We've we, sold way more than I thought we would. Yeah, we released yeah. them uh, two days ago, and within 10 minutes of releasing them, uh, our servers crashed twice. So that yeah. is. That is really great. Speaks to the generosity of our listeners and the mm. weakness of our servers. <laughs> uh, yeah, people always talk about uh, server crashing as though it's a huge traffic thing. No, we just use terrible yeah. servers. Um, I have a newsletter that you can subscribe to that I, I put out every two weeks or so. Uh, it's called The Idiot Report, and you can go to theidiotreport.com and sign up for it. Uh, there's uh, It's uh, short uh, non-fiction, short essays, and short fiction. Um, oh, and speaking of a writing, can I just plug a thing Ben wrote recently? The, the climate change piece you wrote uh, oh, you. for the outline? Mm, yeah. yeah. So go find good. that. It was really, really good. Thank you. you and can... I rarely ever give you a compliment, you do. Ben. I, I, in fact, I hate to. I know. It, I, my... <laughs> it pains me to say this. This is, this is a really big deal for me. I'm solid <laughs> as a rock. Um, <laughs> and I want you to know that I'm, I'm building you up without any plans to break you down like uh, Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad you clarified that. I, that doesn't make me more nervous. Uh, you can find that on the outline. It's called The People in Power Are Going to Let Your Country Burn. Mm. Um, um, but yeah. I think that's everything we want to chat about. Do you have anything to, do you have anything to plug? Uh, I was going to go to Adelaide, but I think I have to cancel those dates now. So can I do an anti-plug? Do not buy tickets to my Adelaide show. Oh, <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, I'm going to be in Perth. Oh. Um, in late Feb, but I'll talk about that when we next record this in March. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. All right, we will see you next week. <laughs> Bye. If you like pina coladas and getting caught in the rain, Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.